Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. All right, we back here at Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we do it for the culture. By the culture. Because we are the culture, you dig? And we got another great episode for you guys today. After a fun-filled weekend of some college football games, tomorrow is the NFL game day. The Rams face off against the Bills. I can't wait to watch tomorrow. I know you can't wait to watch, wait to watch tomorrow. And I don't know the whole NFL Fantasy League community can't wait to watch tomorrow. So, with that being said, I want to get on some college football right now. I want to talk about college football. Mainly, I want to talk about the team that I was rooting for, the two teams I was rooting for. The first one being Grambling State University. We didn't do too good against Northwestern. No, no. Be honest. It was bad. Thank you. It was it was Thank it was bad. You. It was horrific. It, it was bad. But but you know we got it's always room for improvement. It's always room for improvement. Whatever the offense had going on, whatever defense had going on, I'm pretty sure they can. You know they they're gonna mellow everything out. We're gonna get back on schedule, and we're gonna hope for a victory this coming up Saturday. We we hoping to have my fingers crossed. You, it's cool. This your first this your first year. All right, we we gonna let it slide. We know it's rebuilding time. To get your, you know, your players in and stuff like that. So it's all good. It's all good. Rome wasn't built in a day. I'm going to say that. Yeah, Rome wasn't built in a day, but progress was made in a day. And oh, hopefully, you know, this will be a whole 360. Hell, I'd be happy for a 180. I'll, I'll be happy with a 180. But. When it comes to what we saw on Saturday and when Gremlin faced off against Arkansas State, please don't get it twisted, people. We weren't hoping for a miracle where they win like they Jacksonville State or Appalachian State or uh, East Carolina. We wasn't. We wasn't Florida State. No, we wasn't hoping for because we can get dead divided. We wasn't hoping for you know just a miracle among miracles where Gremlin goes out and beats them. This this is maybe not the team where we can hope for miracles like that. But we was definitely hoping for a better showing. I mean. Things look like they did last year in terms of the offense. Really no direction with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Saw some drops of balls. <sighs> offensive line didn't look too good. Defense is what it is. You ain't going to expect too much from, you know, our size program versus theirs. But still, certain, okay. certain things look the same. And I'm not very pleased with that being a fan, considering that after we play Northwestern, which is in the middle of Louisiana this week, we go and play Jackson State, which we know. It's not an easy feat. So I'm looking for progress. I'm not looking for Rome, but I ain't feeling real hopeful right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I like I said, this, this year one. So hopefully, like I said, next week uh, we can flip it and, you know, show some progress. Uh, 180, like you had said. But to the next topic of LSU, from what I saw, from what I witnessed on Sunday. I'm going to just put my hand on my mouth. On, okay. on Sunday. Uh, well, you know, they call themselves they call themselves DBU, and of course, you know, Southern L- Florida, L- LSU. Okay, anyway, LSU is known for having good defensive players, and especially DBs. 
And what I saw on Sunday night against Florida State is not that. We did not like DBU. We couldn't get a stop. We couldn't get a third down. We couldn't get a third down stops and everything. It was crazy, man. It was, it was just absolutely crazy. I, Brian Kelly, I'm, I'm, all right, man. You can't you can't have you can't have not you can't have days like what you what we saw on Sunday. It's prime time. You know dang that little vanilla offense you had going on. Hey, it need to stop. But hopefully you show us a better. A better show on now, Saturday. Now that you said your PC ran, can I get a real, a real, true justification of what you felt? Because when when we were sitting right here on this couch, just behind hey, this yeah, lovely camera, you weren't you. It was it was way more than just that. Like what 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 were you truly feeling about the hopefulness I, I, of? It, it was it was disappointing looking at them. All right. That's that's, it. That's I, I, I know. I'm just saying is when when I you did it, it when you did it just then. Yeah, I know you wanted to get some encouragement, bump all that because. The, I feel like the only bright spot was that is African American quarterback behind center that appeared to be able to use his legs, which we hadn't seen in a while. I know Joe was the last yeah. one, but before that, we hadn't seen a quarterback able to use his legs. I'm not sure whether it was really design runs or not. Uh, for y'all quarterback, I need him to learn how to slide because when they get the SEC yeah, play, they're gonna yeah, knock his top off. Right. Uh, I do want to sit up here and give um, a thumbs down to. Y'all receiver, booty, yeah, booty, 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 however you say it. Um, my man was crying because he wasn't getting targeted. And then when he got targeted, he started dropping a ball to the point where they had took him out the game at the end. And I mean, he got back in, but he, bro, if you good as you say you are, your impact goes beyond getting the ball all the time. And that wasn't the game when it yeah. wasn't anything going on the way you sit up there and cry and pout and good all point. that. So, like the one thing that we know about any sports team, sports organization that that has a team involved, because tennis and golf and mm -hmm. solo things like that are different. You are a reflection of your coach. Henceforth, why people are saying like Mike McCartney's days are numbered with the Dallas Cowboys. What looked uh, to be very disastrous, even though the final score doesn't show it. Uh, what looked to be very disastrous also look to be a reflection of Brian Kelly, which you hope that's not it with him being new. Right. And yes, that's the first game. And no, I'm not trying to overreact. But, like, the way the game ended could have been a storybook ending. So we, we will say that. But the field goal being blocked oh. before the half was one thing, but that came off the edge. For those of you who don't know, when field goal kickers line up, they have one job, that's to make the field goal, right? A lot of times you see left, right, so far off, so far gone or whatever. But the last kick, a, a simple extra point to tie it up, the block came from in the middle, which represents lack of, you can say, preparation or whatever, which I know to you was very disappointing and uh, ate you up inside, especially after that, like, 99-yard drive, like, at the end of the game, no timeouts. Like, it was masterful, and then it was disappointing all at the same time. Talk about a high and a low. Yeah, I, I, another one, uh, East Carolina versus North Carolina State, that happened. The, the field goal kicker, he, he not only had one time to tie it up, but he had another time to win the game. To win the game. And he missed both of them. They did not block it. He just badly missed it wide left both times. So, you know, it, it was a, like it, even though I, my teams didn't win. It was still a good. It was still a good weekend for college football. Don't forget to shout out Appalachian State. Yeah. Uh, that 
should have won in, in all respect for rights against North Carolina and for the North Carolina players who are sitting up here celebrating, talking about y'all the real school in, in Carolina. Yeah. Like, why are you proud when they hung 60 points on y'all right. and y'all barely got out of there? Also, shout out to Florida who had... They should have won it old boy. Like he yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he overthrew it a little bit, but... It's a, it's a way. It's a, it was a whole bad play. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you right on the two point conversion. Yeah, but he still could have. If he would, I think he had a chance. Which is the way he ran back because he, he thought he was going to come. He's back. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it wasn't going to be a good throw because he did have pressure coming. Yeah. So it was like he couldn't make it a perfect throw. Right. So I mean, but that was still a good showing. Good show, yeah. Also, uh, Florida and Utah was a very good game. Shout out to Utah. I've been a fan of theirs for a little while. They've been the true winners of the Pac-12, mm-hmm. I still think they could win the Pac-12. I still think, to be honest, they possibly could get into the playoffs, you know, given what happens above them. So depending on where they ranked that, I hadn't looked at it. Those are just one of the things. Mm-hmm. Wanted to bring up these couple points when we talk about college football. Uh, but before I do, I want to ask you this. So Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian plays Alabama this week, right? Okay. So I think that'll be a 2.30 game, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So the what I want to talk about is his comments. He was talking to the media, and you know how things are pubbed up when you play Alabama, Georgia, Notre Dame. You would say the high, the higher, yeah, yeah, the true blue bloods, right? He said, and I quote, "It's not a big deal that we're playing them. It's just another game." And what I want to say before you comment is, it's a very big deal. You're going to the SEC. This is the level of competition you're gonna face. Don't be an idiot and say stuff on camera. Just be like, "I got no comment or something." You are going against. Depending on which which side of the bracket they fall on, if you don't play Alabama, you're going to play a a Georgia, Georgia. or a Florida because they look to be on the comeback. A A&M, a Auburn, like LSU. A LSU. These are the teams that you're going to play. And, yes, it's a very big deal. When you come here in two years, I believe it is, you can get smacked mm-hmm. and be obliterated. Like the program itself. After Vince Young was already like, oh, it's like they don't take football too serious to where they were losing against some teams that I they think, shouldn't have lost against. I, I think I, I mean he wasn't wrong. It is just another game. It, but it, it, it's going, but it's a big this should be a big deal, not only to you, but the program itself to see if y'all one can compete in the SEC and two can compete with probably pretty much the best team in college football over the past decade or so. So it, it if you, you can, say, yeah, you yeah. say, yeah, you saying it's not a big deal. Hey, that's fine for media purposes. You don't want to, you know, rattle anything to get a, uh, Nick Saban any any work, you know, to put on the the, the players' lockers and everything. But at the same time, this, this is going to be a, a game where we're going to see what y'all have and what y'all going to bring to the ACC. Nah, bro, it's a big deal because if you say this game isn't a big deal. Then when Texas play LSU, you telling me that wasn't a big deal? It's always a big deal. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a big, always big deal. It's a big deal. And now that you committed to going to the SEC along with Oklahoma in a couple of years, this is a very big deal because this impacts your next level of recruiting class too. Yeah, this ain't the same ULM who y'all played last Saturday, but I digress. Right. Uh, I did want to bring up uh, two more points. I'm, I'm going to make them brief. So – College football is going to expand to a 12-team playoff. It's got to be some nuts and bolts sighting, of course, but that's very exciting because, of course, everybody always talks about how their team missed it if they would have had X, Y, Z or whatever, and I think it gives your smaller teams a a better chance to get in. Uh With that being said, it was 
Mike Wilbon from PTI Pardon Interruption that I, I believe I heard brought this point up. When it comes to some of the bowl games, what you have at the beginning of the season can be kind of flip-flopping with this playoff coming. I feel like you should have some of your bowl games, your Chick-fil-A, Fiesta Bowls or whatever, and that's the big ones, right? You have those games at the beginning of the year, have them mean something. You can still give out all this stuff and get your sponsorships, but have them mean something just because it's 12-game playoff thing is coming and nobody's going to be like, oh, it's a playoff game, man. It's the Goodyear Tire Bowl. Like, right. just you about to have a playoff game, make it like the NCAA tournament, like, Bro, you know it's a tournament coming. You don't need nothing else. The sponsorships can always be there. Right. But having bowl games and stuff like that, I feel like having at the end of the season is archaic, so they need to go ahead and move that to the beginning of the season. Shout out to Mike Wilbon, because at first I thought it was a dumb idea when I heard it, but it actually makes sense now. Well, and then on top of that, uh, when you had these the 12-team playoffs, uh, I know Jamel Hill, shout out to Jamel Hill for tweeting, well, good luck uh, with the players, with the best players that's supposed to be going to draft. Good luck to them. Uh, to the programs thing they're gonna play because as you already know when it when it's draft time when, when they want to go and are eligible to go in the in the NFL draft a lot of those kids don't go they don't, one they don't play in the bowl games and two I can see it right now a lot of it's gonna be a lot of NFL draft prospects that's out there they ain't gonna want to play in no playoff game where they could possibly injure themselves at the very at the very end of this their college collegiate football season so Jamel Hill definitely did make a good point on that. I do agree with her on that point. So uh, they they going to expand it, but you know we'll see. I I agree and disagree with that only because I feel like that percentage is very small. Like you you know who you are, you know where you're gonna go in, right? Some of them still got something to prove. If you have a good showing in the playoffs, you know I feel like that population is very small. Some people. Love the heck out of their college, uh, the college that they chose, their college career, and all that. And some want to end on the, on the big note. Yeah. You telling me, you know, not not for the Alabama and Georgia because they're used to it, but you telling me like, you know, a Cincinnati got in and it was a twelve team mm-hmm. playoff thing, and they make it to the semifinals, uh, possibly the finals. Right. You tell me they're not gonna play like this is a small school, small pride. You trying to change the narrative? I just. I, I feel like it's it's a good thing that they changing. I didn't think it was gonna happen so soon mm-hmm. to where they went to twelve teams. I thought it was gonna you know ultimately just go up to eight, maybe ten. Yeah. But you know, I, I think it's a good idea. At least they thinking. Unless at least they thinking. Progressive. Is, yeah, because the BCS, you we know how long that lasted. Yeah. Computers doing the the rankings, right? And then that's they, who decides it. You know. Yeah. So, I, I at least they doing this. I mean. I don't know what the plans are throughout, but I mean, I can I can see college football trying to go to something as, as like the NCAA tournament, not as big, but you know, maybe it include these twelve teams in this stop. Maybe it includes sixteen, and you know, that maybe doesn't lead to a shorter like season. But you know, they I, I can see them experiment with it. So I I appreciate them doing this, and if it don't work, you can go back to what it used to be. Yeah, you can go back to what it used to be. What? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask two K twenty three coming out. On Friday, and Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan child is going to be out there. Is going to be having some good stuff out there. Uh, I saw Kevin Durant is a 96. Yeah, he he had hit up uh, Ryan Two K. Like he said, some some got to be adjusted. He don't think he don't believe he's a ninety six. Uh, also, I saw uh, Jordan Poole is ranked like eighty four, and I think Jalen Brown is ranked like eighty seven or something like that. The disrespect, bro. What's so? What's wrong with Kevin Durant being a ninety-six? I don't know. I mean, 
man, you still like you still one of the best ones. Like, like Patrick Beverly is like a seventy nine, and Russell Westbrook is seventy eight. Speaking of that, they can they can flip they can flip the numbers because I feel like Russell Westbrook is still better. yeah yeah. Speak speaking of that, Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly on the same team. Do you think Russell Westbrook gonna stay on on, on the Lakers or are they gonna trade him? I don't, I'm about to say I don't think it's up to him. I don't know if they can trade him away. Um, at the end of the day, I think the problem they're gonna have is getting his contract and somebody wanted to take it. So I don't think they can trade him away. Uh, as far as them not getting along and stuff like that, I feel like when they get on the when they get on the practice squad, maybe they have some squabbles in training camp and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's about winning the ring, and you got the ultimate leader in LeBron. So. I, oh yeah, sure. Maybe they don't get along with. I, I think I think this might be a good thing for the Lakers. I think this is going to be a real good. I think them pitch, picking up Patrick Beverly will, is a real good thing. Good thing for the Lakers. One, he he can and will be a leader, especially on the defense side of the ball. And hey, I think Patrick Beverly is like a career, maybe like thirty-five, mid thirty and up three-point shooter. So he he can add that to the table. But may, the main thing he brings is a pest on defense. He is one of the good, better defenders in the NBA. So, hey, I think it's good. I don't think it matter at all. If we don't get another shooter, it don't matter. And if AD can't stay healthy, it don't matter. Yeah. That I, Like, great pickup. Sure, he's one of the best, if not the best defender out there or whatever. But homeboy ain't known for just his offense, so that's one. But then, two, the key to this is AD. A versatile big man. And uh, it's supposed to be one of the best in the league. That's the key to this. If he ain't healthy, he ain't healthy. Jerry Jones made a statement and said uh, one and one equals three. Uh, That's in terms of the Cowboys, the picks, the, uh, the whole ensemble of what they are, right? I don't know if you could build any context from it, but what you think about this? Is this man tripping or what? He got to believe one and one equal three. He, yeah, he, he has to believe one plus one equals three, but I'm still trying to follow where, where, where his mental is right now. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that car wreck on Henry Hines got his mind kind of kind of going a little bit crazy right now. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was the, the daughter that he didn't know about. Maybe, maybe but he it was had that 25-year-old daughter <laughs> That he ain't know about. Oh, it. oh, no, no, no. Maybe it was one of the scandals that he was involved in, or one of his people that worked under him was involved in. Or, or maybe it was one of the guys that the, the coaches or one of the VPs or whatever was going in the Chili's locker room and looking at those Chili's getting undressed. That we still know about that. Still know about that, Jerry. But I, I'm still trying to, I don't know, me personally, now that you're saying it, because this is my first time hearing it. I'm trying to see where his mind is going, what he's thinking. Uh, the education level right now is looking pretty, look pretty dim wow. for Jerry right now. The wow. education, hey, look, look, look. Yeah, yeah. Need... Well, nah, come on, no. Well, I was just well, throwing it in as a joke. Well, come on, well, man. Well, well, no. Nah. You said uh, it. <laughs> no, nah, I, I was just throwing it in as a joke. I still don't know what you're talking about when you say one plus one equals three. Well, he's at one and one, but you know, one, one and one equals yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you had anything else, but I did want to bring this up and get your personal opinion on it. Mm. Trey Lance report. Uh, it's a report out there saying Trey Lance was annoyed by Jimmy G being signed. Is he right to be annoyed? And is that distracting him from his goal at hand? Uh, the first, the first 
uh, answer to your first question is no. And second as to your second question is no. Jimmy G being that don't have nothing to do with you playing good or bad on the field. And two, it's not, it shouldn't be a distraction because if you do your job the way you're supposed to do your job, you don't never have to worry about Jimmy G stepping in your shoes. So it's some insecurities going on, and you should have probably, you know, kept and that's what it all this boiled down to. When people open their mouth, and then you well, it's a report. I ain't I don't know yeah, if he said it's just a report. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna say allegedly. But if it did come out that he said that, then fam, like you gotta learn to be quiet and like just deal with it. Because it whether whether you whether Jimmy G there or not, it's gonna be somebody behind you. And if you're not playing up the par, that person gonna replace you. I guess. Is he is he is he right to be worried? No, he shouldn't. No, be. no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying I'm answering it. Is he right to be worried? Yes, because if he don't play well, he will be replaced by Jimmy G. And I know, I know what I'm thinking. I'm not gonna say I know what you think, but I know what I'm thinking. If he's replaced by Jimmy G, the ceiling is only so much. But like, I need uh, media and 49er fans to understand. Y'all say his ceiling is only only so much. Well, if you ask a Cowboys fan. They definitely love to go to the playoffs and be competing. Like they love to go beat Green Bay. They love to go at to least NFC, try yeah, to, to the NFC, NFC Championship. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, like okay, Jimmy G's ceiling is only so much, and he's a floor raiser. But the floor raiser gets you to the playoffs every year, and arguably to a conference championship, at least if not a Super Bowl appearance. So I think he he should be very worried. I don't think that the, the first of all. He should be worried because if he don't play well, they will replace him. That's one. But two, the 49ers come out this thing smell like roses. They ain't paying Jimmy G that much. Even if he do wind up playing, it's like maybe what nine, ten million. So you know they it's six million. Then it's added up to nine, ten million. They making out like a scapegoat because the market wasn't done one because of his arm and two because of his credibility or whatever. But like to be to me to be honest, I know I said it last week and I meant this. For Trey Lance, I don't care what y'all saying about a ready-not roster. Y'all didn't play him from the jump, so he ain't ready yet. Right. So if he stumble and fumble, if this supposed to be your quarterback of the future, then yeah. he's supposed to stumble and fumble. It's not like he's Justin Fields and nobody knows who his receivers are. Yeah, but, but still, I, I I hear what you're saying. But if you do what you're supposed to and you go out there and play and you play good ball on offense, then you should you know, you wouldn't have to never worry about Jimmy. Because it, it, everybody – Every quarterback in the league has the same thing you have going on. If you don't play good, you will get replaced. Mitchell Trubisky, one. Shouldn't have been drafted that high. Uh, Baker Mayfield, another one. Hey, we got I, I, every everybody, everybody, Sam everybody, everybody that you saying I never had confidence in. It's it's only Two, one. It's only one quarterback that that you said. Um, this was I don't know, probably not one hundred episodes or whatever. In the one hundred episode. Yeah. There's only one quarterback who I was like completely wrong about, but it's because Oregon doesn't have a reputation of producing good quarterbacks. Mark Mariota. Uh, that's Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Been phenomenal, awesome. They, they, you know, predict uh, predicting him to be uh, MVP candidate. Yeah. But everybody else, like, who knew who Mitchell Trubisky was when he came out? No. Baker Mayfield, whatever for whatever it was, could never play right, and they got him a roster before they got Josh Allen more help. He wasn't all that either. The only quarterback that was something that was supposed to be something, when Lamar Jackson came in, he won them games, and he got them, and he elevated them to another level, which we know traditionally Baltimore doesn't have good quarterbacks. 
I mean, I'm just saying, but yeah, every every quarterback got had has the same thing. I just, you, you I just, replaced. I just want them to do right as they would with the Caucasian uh, counterparts, and that's whenever they don't play well, they continue to get chances. If Trey Lance don't play well and you sitting here and you 0-4 and, and you sit up there and put Jimmy G in, then why did you go trade and and trade picks and trade people and whatever y'all did to get him just to move up, just to be like, well, you ain't playing up the snow. He had number four games and what, a couple last year? But it was never intended for him to start anyway last year. Sure so as much as y'all talk about the roster is ready and all that, well, if the roster's so ready, they should be able to make up for his Supposedly transgressions, but I just want them to give him time as they would uh, Sam Donald, um, Baker Mayfield, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kirk Cousins. Like, give give him time. Like, I just want to see. I feel like he could be good. You know, he ain't that tall, but we've seen small quarterbacks do good. All that good stuff. That's about it. Okay. Well, my picks for the week, and I'm like, I'm liking what I heard from Meek Mill. On this expensive pain record, I definitely like it. So, McNeil, expensive pain. And for the R&B people out there, Aaron Ray featuring Blast, bad idea. Oh, and another one, Primo, Primo Rice. Do the money dance. Hey, hey. I got to do the money dance. I'm going to do the money dance one day. Everybody know how I feel. Well, I'm sorry. Some of y'all know how I feel about Beyonce, but I got to shout this record out only because, like, it hit – uh, I got Beyonce break my soul. That's that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Russell Westbrook because I would have known about it unless I saw that uh, all over. And then also, uh, Black Soprano family, Benny the Butcher, um, featuring Rick Hyde and Heaton. Things called Black Mob or something like Black that. Mob, yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah, that's the picks. Uh, it's a bunch of people coming out in uh, September at the end of September. Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. I think I, I think Ari, I think Ari Lennox is coming out this week or sometime in September. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, on another note, man, I, I was I was on I was on that pip. Uh, uh, Big Sean dropped Detroit. You know, from when we was in college, he dropped that mixtape back out. I guess it's like the ten year anniversary or something like that. But uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Metaverse, the NFT drop volume two. That was a that was straight mixtape. Is you shout out NFTs? No, no. It was oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you said it. Oh, yeah. I'm about to say, is you shout out the NFT? And and look, everybody do not sleep on this guy, this this cat named Curry, K-U-R, uh, loyal to a fault mixtape. It was a good one, man. Yeah, he slept on, slept on. I don't hey, know man. who he is, I don't know where he came from. Well, since we talking on. about slept on, if y'all ain't listening to him, y'all better go listen to him. Shout out to Lil Russell. And everything that he doing, that man put out clips. He he for y'all who like to talk about mental health, he addressed it. For y'all that like to get in y'all bag and grind, he addressed it. For just talking about his humble beginnings and where he is now, he yeah. addressed it. Homeboy got flow and it's simple, simple raps for y'all to understand. He ain't talking about selling no drugs and then like if you like this, go listen to him. He he gonna give you some, he gonna give you some motivation if you ain't got it already. Man, uh, and, and I believe NBA Youngboy he dropped he dropped his album, his uh, his fourth album, uh, Real or Two. He dropped that out. He dropped that off on Monday, I believe. He dropped it off on Monday, so yeah, it's a couple of this couple of straight stuff out there, man. Straight stuff. It's a couple. It's a couple yeah, straight mixtapes out there. Everything that I listen to it ain't 
and I listen to a lot. But hey, again, my name is Kerry. I'm Gary. This is Bottom Line Sports Talk. Shout out to y'all watching us on YouTube, Apple, uh, listening to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, also, yep. Nope, that's not us. <laughs> it went away. We we went too long, I guess. Uh, shout out to y'all for supporting us from day one. Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to DSP Media Podcast Network. Shout out to you, mom. Hi, mom. No hands. Um, <laughs> shout out to Graham State University. Shout yeah. out to all the HBCUs out there. Shout out to everybody have PS5. I don't have PS5. Okay, now you're just doing shout outs. Now you're just doing shout outs. Shout out to Benny and shout out to Freddie. In the beef. No, keep the beef going. Just don't kill each other. And on that note, bye, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.